Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Those first four weeks, those first five weeks, it was a real struggle. I had to, every morning, you know, a lot of prayer was involved, a lot of thinking about the future, a lot of thinking about why I was doing this, just to get myself through that three-minute drive to the gym instead of turning around and, and going back to bed. Hi, and welcome to Deep Leadership. I'm your host, John Rennie. Well, I hope all is well with you today. It is another beautiful day here in North Carolina, and this episode is brought to you by our sponsors, the Fraternity of Excellence, the Sasquatch Flag Company, and Jeremy Clevenger Fitness. These sponsors help me bring these shows to you each and every week, so I encourage you to click on their links below and check them out. I have another great show lined up for you today, but before we get started, I just want to remind you to check out the leadership books I've written on either Amazon or my website, johnsrenny.com. This year, I'm offering a new way to purchase all of my books for a discount. I've bundled the books into what I call the Qualified Leadership Series, and you get all three books for 15% off the individual prices. This offer is only available on my website, so check it out if you're looking to step up your leadership game this year. Also, I wanted to remind you that Deep Leadership is ranked as a top 100 management podcast in the U.S. and in the U.K., And I wanted to thank each and every one of you for listening in each week and sharing these episodes with your friends. You have helped this podcast grow into a top-performing show. So thank you very much. Well, that is it. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make a major change in your life. And my guest is Dave Dana. A year ago, Dave was frustrated with his health and fitness level and decided to do something about it. Now, since then, he has lost more than 100 pounds and has become an inspiration to many. In that time, he has also strengthened himself financially, mentally, and spiritually. And I sat down with Dave to talk about his journey and how he developed the mindset and habits to make such a significant change in his life. Now, if you're feeling stuck in any area of your life, this conversation will help you see what's possible with focus and determination. So are you ready to dive in? Let's get started. Welcome to Deep Leadership. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former Cold War submarine officer who spent 20 plus years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Are you ready for some real world actionable advice from John as well as his expert guests? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. Welcome to the Deep Leadership Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Dave Dana. 
Dave is a man on a mission. Last year, he made the decision to lose weight and get in shape, and he decided to share his journey online. Since then, he's lost more than 100 pounds, amassed 50,000 followers on Twitter, been acknowledged by Arnold Schwarzenegger himself, and been featured on Fox News and other news outlets, and he just seems to be getting started. I'm excited to have him on the show to talk about what it takes to acknowledge you have a problem and develop the mindset and habits to fix it. So Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's my pleasure being here. And it's still amazing and unbelievable to hear that type of intro when it's being talked about me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, congratulations. I mean, I've been following you for a while and I've been following your journey and it's very inspirational. So congratulations on losing 100 pounds and finishing your MBA. No easy task. And you did did it all and you're doing it all online. So congratulations on your journey so far. Thank you very much. So tell us your story. Um, when did you decide enough is enough and I'm going to make a change? Absolutely. So last year, almost one year to the date, it was May of 2022. I took a flight for the first time since the pandemic and I needed to get a seatbelt extension on that flight. And that was pretty much, well, not pretty much. That was the most embarrassing uh, moment of my life. And so I came back from that trip and I had just moved into this house. So everything was still in boxes, but I knew there was a scale somewhere. And so I dug it out and I got on the scale. That was June 1st of 2022. And it gave me an error message. So I assumed, you know, cheap stuff these days, I'll buy a new one from Amazon and then I'll get my real weight. And then the new one came and I got on that scale and it gave me an error message. And then I looked back at the description on Amazon and I saw that this scale had a 400 pound limit. And I realized that it wasn't either of the scales. In fact, I still use that original scale today. It was me that was having the issue. And the issue was that I was over 400 pounds. So that combined with the seatbelt extension incident on the plane were my two wake-up calls. And so right then, uh, basically June 2nd or June 3rd of last year, I started dieting and I started exercising, never having gone to the gym before, not really knowing what type of diet to follow. And for four weeks, I continued to get that error message. But on June 29th of 2022, I got 399.9 on the scale, which may not seem like much of an accomplishment to most, but it was my first big uh, on-scale victory, let's say. And now almost a year later, I'm down in the 290s. But that that was the original catalyst, the seatbelt extension and then the error message on the scale last June. Wow. Wow. You know, it's interesting when when I hear your story, because I, I think a lot of people might find themselves in that situation and they'll say, well, you know, just this is just who I am. This is just my lot in life. What, what went into your mind? Did, did you feel like you could fix this? Did you feel like you, 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 you know, you say, yes, I have, yes, I have a problem. But did you feel at that time that you had the skills to do it, to fix it? No, to be honest. But I felt at that time that I needed to fix it. Mm-hmm. It was it was an issue of I didn't know what to do. Today we're bombarded by information, by infotainment, by you know analysis paralysis, and yeah. so uh, you can find experts online telling you to do the complete opposite things, and you'll have the best results. So I definitely felt paralyzed at the time, but at the same time, I had the catalyst to change and I had had those two wake up calls. So one of the things I did was I wanted to do something radically different than I had done before, you know, as a big guy, as, as a fat guy, I had been over 300 pounds for several years at that point, And now I was over 400 pounds. I had tried dieting before I had tried exercising before it hadn't worked. And instead of spending a ton of time doing research and analysis at that point in time at over 400 pounds, you know, being worried about 
chairs collapsing under me and having difficulty tying my shoes, I decided I was going to try a radically different approach. And I was just going to embrace trial and error. And I was going to embrace, uh, you know, getting comfortable and being in uncomfortable places like the gym, walking into the gym for the first time at over 400 pounds. And so I don't think I had the knowledge or necessarily the tools to know what I was doing, but I had the catalyst and I had the drive, especially early on that I needed to make that change. And it's been a year of trial and error, a year of tweaking, a year of learning and a year of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that. And I love the fact that you pointed it out. And I talk about this a lot in the podcast is sometimes we just got to get started. And even though, and a lot of, a lot of people get stuck, like you said, in paralysis by analysis, I'm going to analyze all these different diets and these different workout plans, and I'm going to do all the research. And, and meanwhile, each day is going by. And the best thing you can do a lot of cases is take action and make corrections along the way and learn, how does my body respond to this? How does my body respond to this? Okay, this is working. This isn't working. And, and using trial and error to find the best solution for you versus trying to find all the gurus that tells you, oh, you got to eat this and eat that and you know do this workout. I love it. I love it. And I think that uh, you're definitely... Um, what you what you've proven through this past year is that the trial and error actually does work and you actually found ways that you can make real changes and uh, real physical changes to your body and uh and I think that's great I, one thing that I want to ask you about is um uh why did you decide to share your journey online why did you decide to make it public cuz I'm I tend to be one of these guys if I'm working on something I'm going to do that in private right yeah. And then, and then, and then come out and say, Hey, look at me, you know, type of thing. But you said, no, I'm going to share this journey. And, uh, I'm just curious about that. What, what was, why did you make that decision to share it publicly? Absolutely. So one of the things that I had done in the past that had not worked for me was not tackling my mental health issues. as part of this journey and not tackling the mindset change, just focusing on the diet and exercise. And to be fair, that worked. I had lost 20, 30, 40 pounds in the past, but I always fell off the bandwagon. I was always miserable doing it. And I always gained all the weight and then some back. So this time around, one thing I wanted to embrace was admitting to myself that I had a problem, was admitting to myself that even though I'm a man, I do have some feelings and some emotions, and there's some probably some mental health issues going on here. And I wanted to embrace a radically different approach where I didn't bottle it all up and push it all down and try to do it all myself. And where I admitted that no man is an island and I may need some external factors, some external things to keep myself accountable. And one thing I realized was I had gotten very good, especially during the COVID years where I was working remotely. I work in accounting and finance. And so that went to remote immediately. And I wasn't seeing very many people. I live hundreds of miles from homes. There weren't many flights. I wasn't seeing many much family for those years. I got really good at lying to myself. Mm -hmm. And so I and initially started on Instagram. I started with my own name and I started posting a gym selfie almost every day and a picture of my feet on the scale every Wednesday, way in Wednesday, so that I could look back and see, this is me. Are there pictures of me? I can see the accountability. I can see the progress or lack thereof to hold myself accountable so that I can't lie to myself because standing in the mirror every morning, I had gotten sort of scary good at telling myself everything was fine when everything clearly wasn't fine. And then from there, I moved on to Twitter to have some sort of, you know, secondary source. And then, you know, it, I, I can't, I can't explain the rest, but people are following me now. So now, now I keep posting, you know, for two reasons, but the original reason was self-accountability and to take a different approach that more embraced mental health and mindset change and accountability rather than trying to do it all on my own. 
I love it. I love it. And um, yeah, and it's been fun. You know, like I said, I've been following your journey and it's been fun to watch you and, and see the progress and sort of cheer you on. I mean, it's been, it's, it's a blast. I mean, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it says a lot about like, it, you know, you go in there uh, for accountability reasons, but what it shows is also transparency. So you're saying, look, I, today wasn't a good, like, I, like some days, like, so I, I, I couldn't get, you know, you get up at four, I'm, I'm a 4 a.m. guy too. So you're getting up at 4 a.m. every day so you can get to the gym. You're like, oh, I struggled. You know, I didn't get up till 4.18 this morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're sharing your, you're sharing your struggles. Yeah. And I think that's really important because I think sometimes we only see the, um, the highlight reel for people, you know, like, oh, yes. look how great I am. I'm rich. I'm successful. I'm yeah, good looking. Yeah. I've got this beautiful wife and, 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 you know, three great kids. Everything's perfect. And we only see the highlight reels of most people. And you're saying, here's here's it all. Here's my full transparency, my good days, my bad days, my struggles. And I think that's really good to see. I think it's healthy to see that, you know, that you know, the people that are watching online are, are saying, hey, I have those same struggles myself too. I say, I struggle with getting up every morning. I struggle with getting to the gym. I struggle with motivation, you know, like, and uh, and I think that's really good to, because I think it shows a real... Um, real honesty and a real transparency. And I think it's, it's good, good to see that. So we're not just seeing the highlight reels. We're seeing the whole story. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I struggled with early on was there's a lot of people who have lost a lot of weight and then they come to social media and they're like, well, I dropped 200 pounds. I dropped 300 pounds. And the only thing I did was use this product and here's a discount code. And to me, it's just Uh, like, I don't, you know, I'm not sure if that's really (laughs) what you did. And I'm not, you know, so one of the things was I wanted to document it for myself and I wanted to make sure that when I was documenting it, I was authentic. You know, sometimes I'm I'm documenting losing less than a pound in a week, which, you know, at my weight, you know, should be lose a little bit more than that. Or some days I I went to Philly recently for a wedding and I had a Philly cheesesteak. And, you know, that got some that got some comments. Right. But it's who I am. And I'm still, you know, I still uh, in, have a corporate life and an academic life, a family life, a faith life. And sometimes there's going to be imperfections in the journey and it's not going to be fully linear. And it was a real struggle with me early on because you'd see these people who look fantastic and they have these before pictures where they look a lot bigger than that. But the in-between is just this sort of gray zone that I, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to get through. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're giving light to the gray zone. Yes. uh, Yes. Uh, So tell us, um, tell us about your early struggles. What was, what was the most difficult part for you to, to get going, to get started? Was it a mental, was it mental, mentally, was it physically, was it the diet? What was the biggest thing, uh, in the early stages to, in the early struggles? There were two things that jump out. The first month was very hard because I started waking up early right off the bat. I work full time, you know, I'm in, I'm in finance and accounting. I work as a consultant. And at that point in time, I was doing my MBA in the evening. So the only time that I could thought, I, I thought I could build a routine, which was important to me, was doing it early in the morning. And I thought if I did it later in the day, these are my workouts I'm talking about, I would find excuses to put it off and I would be tired. So that necessitated the 4, 4, 15 a.m. wake-ups every day that I'm still doing. That was very tough in the beginning. And it was also very tough because you're then getting up way earlier than you want to. And you're walking into the gym alone at over 400 pounds. And I don't know what any of the machines do, right? There are all these gym bros in there lifting more than I weigh, right? And so, you know, it, it, that was, it was waking up early to do something that was uncomfortable. And then every Wednesday for the first four or five weeks, getting on the scale to get that error message over and over again, you know, mm-hmm. it was, that was, I mean, that was a real mental hit on top of the fact that I'm 
pushing myself so hard. And then really, I, that's why I mentioned getting the 399.9 on June 29th of last year. That date is seared in my not mind. That number is seared in my mind. I know it's a weight that most people will never see, luckily, thankfully. But for me, it was such a victory. It validated the last four or five weeks of walking into the gym at that size, of waking up that early, of really pushing myself. But those those first four weeks, those first five weeks, it was a real struggle. I had to every morning, you know, a lot of prayer was involved, a lot of thinking about the future, a lot of thinking about why I was doing this just to get myself through that three minute drive to the gym instead of turning around and, and going back to bed. And then the other big struggle I'll mention is I got, I had avoided the doctor for years. Um, you know, I, I had a job, I had insurance, but of course I knew what the doctor would tell a three or 400 pound guy. And I, you know, I, again, part of the lying to myself, part of the mental health issue, part of not admitting I had a problem, uh, was, was avoiding the doctor. So I went for the first time last September. So that was several months into the journey. And I had blood work done for the first time in my life. And my A1C and my blood glucose was still in the pre-diabetic range. And my uh, resting heart rate was like 102, which is like bad. Um, and my blood pressure was, you know, 140 something. It was in that range where it's pretty much, you know, a high blood pressure. And again, I had just turned 30 years old. So all of those should be uh, in, in the ideal range. And that was a little disheartening. It was disheartening and motivating at the same time, because on the one hand, I had been working out and pushing myself for three or four months. And at the time I was still 370 pounds and all the blood work was bad. It was basically what the doctor was saying. But on the plus side, um, you know, I didn't know how bad it had been to start with, but I can only imagine how bad it had been if I had gone six months earlier. But those, those were the two struggle points early, getting that initial blood work and seeing all those red flags. And that first month, not even be able to get, get my own weight. I mean, that was, that was the first four or five weeks were really tough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, and I think that's it. Just shows again the this the, the example of sometimes you just have to persevere even if you don't see the progress, and eventually yeah. you do. And yeah. I think that uh, that's that's a great story because I can only imagine you're getting on the scale every week. You're doing you're changing your lifestyle. You're, you're doing all the right things, and you're getting on the scale, and you're making no progress. And you know you're still seeing the error message. And you, I can see where a lot of people would just say, "I, I give up." I mean, this isn't you know this isn't working. And uh, I'm just going to be big. And that's just, that's who, who I am. But instead he kept at it. And all of a sudden, June 29th, boom, yes. there's, there's, you're like, oh, yeah, I bet your mind, <laughs> I bet you were like, oh shoot, this thing works. <laughs> it was a huge victory. It was a huge, and I remember celebrating. I remember telling my girlfriend that I remember thinking to myself, this is both a huge moment for me and kind of sad that I've gotten to the point where I'm celebrating 399.9, but that's not going to stop me, right? That was a huge, a huge motivator for the next couple of months when I was still in the 390s, still in the 380s, still in the 370s. Yeah, but I'm getting a number now, which is more than I could say when I first started. <laughs> and, and you just recently went under 300 when it was just not yes. too long ago. Cause I remember you uh, posted yeah, it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I was just like, yes. I mean, I'm like, yes. hearing you on. I'm like, you're <laughs> like, you. like you. one of your biggest fans now, because I'm just like, let's go, let's go. You've got this. And I'm like, Thank you. and, and that, that's one of the things I want to ask you about is what's it been like sharing your journey, you know, with the world? Uh, what have been some of your biggest surprises with the general public and some of your biggest disappointments with, with the kind of interactions you see with people? overwhelmingly positive and overwhelmingly my reaction has been kind of stunned, stunned, to be honest, just one that people want to follow me Two that it's on Twitter, which in my opinion is like the most volatile political yes. culture war Indeed. type of place, right? Like, um, and, uh, you know, especially in the last, you know, six to 12 months and that 
it has been such a positive experience, especially from, you know, those gym bros who were initially so intimidating when I walked in at over 400 pounds and really didn't know anything. And especially because for the first six to nine months of this journey, I didn't touch the weights. I didn't touch the strength training. You know, I was scared of injury. I didn't know what I was doing. Even then I was still at over 350 pounds at that point. Um, and so I just did very basic cardio for like 30, 35 minutes a day, you know, at that type of weight, you know, you're burning some calories and getting the heart rate up and blood pumping, pretty much doing any physical activity for half an hour. And just the level of encouragement and the level of positivity I was getting from this ever growing community of guys who were doing what I considered like basically Herculean feats in the gym. And I'm just there, you know, doing almost relatively nothing comparatively and, and com completely covered in sweat in 27 minutes, just because I was so big. The the social media reaction has been has been completely mind blowing, and people tell me now regularly how much I inspire them and motivate them. And, and I, honestly, it's it's crazy to me, and it's a circle at this point because that motivates and inspires me to keep going. Uh, you know, but but overwhelmingly positive and overwhelmingly crazy. Not only like when Arnold Schwarzenegger reaches out and retweets me and features me, but also just the volume of. DMs, I'm probably thousands of them behind uh, on Instagram and Twitter of people just being like, I joined a gym, like I stopped drinking, you know, it's just stuff that doesn't not even really related to what I'm doing, but just making a change, making that first step. Because I remember how hard making that first step was and how much I wanted to tell someone in those first few weeks before you could see any changes that I, I was doing something and having them reach out to me as that person they're telling. It's, it's just, it's so meaningful. It's been wildly positive. There are trolls, a small, very small number of trolls, but I, I've, I try to react to them in a positive way. And I try to let them drive and motivate me even more, <laughs> you know, um, kill them with kindness is sort of the approach I've taken. There's so much debate and back and forth on Twitter and in most social media platforms. And I, I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's healthy. You know, we live in a culture of extremes and that's the same, you know, politics, culture, fitness. And I just, I try not to engage with that. You know, it's, it's not worth it to me. People ask me what the strategy is, why I'm doing it, what the goal is. I don't really know, right? I just started doing this for accountability to lose weight. You know, I, I there's no media manager. I'm not, I'm not selling coaching or anything. I'm just trying to lose weight and documenting it. And, and it's been mind blowing that, that people, continue to follow me. It's been an incredibly positive and unexpected experience. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Leadership skills are like any other skills. You need to practice them to get better at them. Best-selling leadership author John S. Rennie knows this. That's why he's written a new book called You Have the Watch. It's a guided journal for leaders designed to take you through an entire year of leadership training. By the end of the year, you will master 50 of the most important leadership skills. If you want to have a greater impact on the results and people in your organization, go to youhavethewatch.com and pick up your copy today. This episode is brought to you by the Fraternity of Excellence. The Fraternity of Excellence is an online and real-world community for men who are looking to improve in all areas of their lives. The men of FOE are working together to become better husbands, fathers, and leaders at work and in their communities. They live by a simple philosophy, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Now, I've been a member for more than three years, and for me, I finally found a brotherhood of men that I was missing from my time in the military. Now, I love being around guys 
guys who are dedicated to becoming a better version of themselves. So if you're interested in becoming a man of excellence as well, go to fraternityofexcellence.com or you can reach out directly to me to learn more. This episode is brought to you by the Sasquatch Flag Company. The Sasquatch Flag Company is a family-owned business in New England that builds hand-carved American flags from seasoned white pine. Each flag is hand-built, and each star on the flag is hand-hammered and chiseled. No two flags are alike. They offer a variety of flag designs to honor the police, military, firefighters, dispatchers, and search and rescue personnel, to name a few. These stunning handmade flags look great in an office, a studio, the back porch, or above the fireplace mantle. They make the perfect gift for the veteran, first responder, or patriot in your life. Now, I love these flags, and I've been giving them as gifts for years, and I was a customer long before they became a sponsor of the show. I can't recommend them enough, so if you're looking for that perfect, uniquely American make gift to give away or if you want to treat yourself go to sasquatchflags.com and get your order in today this episode is brought to you by jeremy clevenger fitness as a high performing leader you know that leadership isn't about telling people what to do it's about leading by example and for most people the one area that they're lacking when it comes to leading by example is their health and fitness by improving your health and fitness every other area of your life improves but how do you get and stay fit as a busy leader well you do what you've always done you hire the best person for the job don't struggle on your own put jeremy clevenger on your team jeremy will work with you to take your physique mindset nutritional habits, and more to the next level with his step-by-step, all-inclusive coaching program. Now, I've worked with Jeremy for the past year, and I'm in the best shape of my life. If you want to step up your game, reach out to Jeremy at apexperformancesystems.com to find out more and get your initial consultation scheduled with him today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, I think when you hit on one thing that's really important, I think, is, you know, I kind of consider myself a gym bro. I've been actively in the gym for 10 years. I love weightlifting. It's one of my passions. But um, but I would say this about gym bros is like, we love it when people come to the gym. We love it when people say, I, I want to learn how to do this. And and uh, and I think it's probably just the opposite. You, I think most people feel intimidated when they see people around yeah. heavy weights and you know, <laughs> grunting and all making all the noises. But we're just, we. it seems like a community that's very open to like, oh, you want to try this? Let me show you how to do this. And we were very much come join our, come join our sport. Cause we love what we do. Uh, and I, and I think we're always as just speaking as a, as a 10 year gym bro <laughs> is that we're always working to get better. And so we're always striving to, to get to that next level. So we get it when someone says, I want to get to the next level. We're like, come on, let me, let me, here's what I did. Here's how I got to that, that, you know? And so I think that, um, you know, people may be intimidated to be around people who love being in the gym, but we're just the opposite. We're like a very humble crew trying to trying to get better ourselves. So I think it's I'm glad to see that you've seen that reaction from 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 uh, the gym community as well, too, because I, I know for for right away, I was like, yeah, let's go. As soon as I Absolutely. saw what you're doing, I'm like cheering you on from day one. So it's one of the biggest things I wish I could go back and convince 400 plus pound Dave of, or even so let's go back a few more years, 300 plus pound Dave, right? When I, or 250, right? Whenever I should have started is that 
that gym intimidation or whatever they call it yeah. is completely out the window, at least in my case, but I'm pretty sure in many other people's cases, once you realize how supportive, how inclusive, and how motivating the gym bros really are, and that even the ones who might not want you to be there, they're, they don't look at you. They don't care. They're minding their own business, right? They're trying to lift these incredible weights. They're not even looking at you. But 99.9%, it's one of the most positive and one of the most supportive communities, both online and in person. And getting tips, getting advice, getting anything you want from them. It, at first, I thought it was intimidating because there are people who've been there for decades and they're doing things that I probably will never get to. And then I realized that once you walk into the gym, all the other identities or stressors or things you have going on in your life go out the window for the 30 minutes, the 60 minutes you're in there because everybody is just trying to work on self-improvement. They're trying to work on health. They're trying to work on matching or exceeding their personal bests or we know whatever goal they're training towards. And that creates this sort of instant bond, this instant community based on something that's really positive and really motivating. And from the outside looking in as a 400 pound guy, it's incredibly intimidating. And then from the inside looking out, I wish I could pull that 400 pound Dave in because it's so motivating and it's so inspiring and it's so positive. I mean, it's been, you know, I say that I don't go to the gym particularly to lose weight. I don't burn like an impressive number of calories in my 30, 35 minute workouts. I can eat a candy bar and offset most of them. But the mental health boost, the confidence boost, the positivity boost, the optimism boost, especially doing it so early in the morning, walking out of the gym at 5.30 covered in sweat before anyone else has woken up, even if the rest of the day is a train wreck, I feel like I've already been productive. I've already conquered the day. I've already won. And that's really the goal of 30 to 45 minutes of exercise a day. I mean, there's tons of health benefits as well, but it's just crazy how much it's done for me. And it's, you know, one of my biggest, one of the biggest things I tell people who haven't started yet or are starting or past Dave is that I wish I had started that part of this journey years and years earlier. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love to hear that. Um, so the ultimate gym bro, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of which I have a poster in my gym of Arnold in his day, which is, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he's, he, you know, that, that I, idyllic body that he created back mm -hmm. in the, you know, seventies and eighties. Yeah. Um, He's watching you online and he, he shouts you out and, uh, and features you in his newsletter. What goes through your mind when you see like this superhero? I mean, this real life superhero yes. sort of, hey, saying, hey, Dave, way to go. What was that like? incredibly motivating. It's just an incredible moment overall, to be honest, when I woke up and saw that again, I, I hadn't like tagged him or anything. He just found me. It was the fir I, first time ever I lifted. I don't even think it was a hundred pounds with the bar. And, uh, you know, I wasn't doing it right. I now know, but I put it online, right. As part of my just accountability and transparency, just like a nine second clip of me doing two or three reps of no noticeable weight. And he retweeted me and not just retweeted me, but had a whole thread of tips and tricks, told me he was proud of me, which was mind blowing. And then told me he wanted updates. And so when I got under three pounds, I, I tweeted that out just a few weeks ago and he retweeted it and his, he reached out again and he was like, all right, like, let's see, like, I want another update at 250. It's been incredibly motivating again to see someone like that. Uh, you know, there's so many public figures, so many celebrities that are engaged in far more narcissistic or political yeah. or culture war type things. And here he is, you know, spending his seventies, I think on Twitter and on Instagram, you know, motivating people and being positive, you know, hugely, hugely beneficial to me. You know, the biggest motivator in the last six months has definitely been that, but also just a huge, um, you know, 
a huge upvote for my faith in, in humanity, to be honest, that someone like him is just yeah. online giving lifting tips to, to people in Planet Fitness in his free time, right? Uh, just, I, I mean, honestly, mind-blowing. And, and like you mentioned, the fact that he continues to reach out to give tips, to want updates, right? It wasn't just a one-time thing because he saw something going viral. It, it's been a continuous thing over six months now. And again, like hugely personally motivating and inspiring and just a huge boost in my confidence about just the future in general. Oh, that's, that is so good to see that is, And again, you're right. It's just, you know, it's, it's a public figure that you never expect you'd ever have any personal interactions with, uh, yes, especially yes. not having, you know, not having much in common. Like you said, the planet fitness versus, you know, the golden yeah, exciting, you know, yeah. and, and, and Mr. Olympia and all this stuff. It's just wild. And, and just so, and again, I think you're right. It does, it restores faith in humanity. It, it, it makes you, makes you really appreciate um, that there are, you know, th th there are good things in the world still. Absolutely. And, and people Absolutely. are still encouraging and they're, they're trying to help others. And I, lo I love, I love that st part yeah. of the story. He's taking a break from, you know, filming his new Netflix series to, you know, make sure that I'm keeping my elbows tucked and not flaring them too much on my, on my second lift ever. And, you know, now that I've had a little more interaction with him, you know, I know that it's him running that account is, you know, he hasn't, it's not his staff, which again, is just like wild to me. Like he's filming a Netflix special. He's a, he's a super celebrity, you know, and, and, a, and a former politician. You know, right. right. And this is this is what he's doing in, in his very limited free time in his 70s. Just a complete, a complete mind blowing uh, just event in my life, to be honest. That's wild. And since then, you've been on, you know, you've been on the news, you've been in podcasts yeah. like this and you've done things you've never done before. Right. You hadn't been on podcasts and been on the news before no. like this. Right. No. So I, you know, and originally I wasn't uh, saying yes to a lot of interviews because I was 340 pounds, 50, 60 pounds. You know, I, I still, it's out of my comfort zone. You know, I'm an, I'm intro, an introverted, you know, Jewish accountant, right? Like it's just, it's a way out of my comfort zone. And I'm, you know, I'm not on my goal weight. I'm barely halfway there, uh, you know, depending on exactly where I want to end. And, and so, but at some point I just, I decided you know, to start saying yes, again, part of that getting comfortable, being uncomfortable, seeing how it would go, saying yes to more people. And again, an incredibly mind blowing yet positive aspect of the journey that I never would have guessed. And it, it, it reminds me that there are, there's so much in life. There's so many opportunities in life and there's so much to do in life that that was one of the original catalysts that got me going when I was over 400 pounds. I saw, you know, my goal of being a father, being a husband one day, uh, you know, being a healthy role model for them, uh, slipping away. And as this journey has progressed, all these other opportunities and things that have come along from people wanting to talk to me to Arnold Schwarzenegger, to again, being on Fox news and all the other stuff has just reminded me that you never know what opportunities will come along, but that life is full of opportunities and full of optimism and full of positive things. But if I had stayed at over 400 pounds and I was still gaining weight at that point in time, that those opportunities were slipping away. So that in and of itself is sort of a reinforcing, like motivating factor to me at this point, just, just an, an, another incredible aspect of the sort of the, an, an unbelievable last six to 10 months. Uh, that's that. That's that's really good. That's really inspiring for sure. Absolutely, agree. Um, you know, <laughs> things that we talk about on the show is you know per personal leadership, as I mentioned earlier. But it's about improving mentally, spiritually, financially, uh, and and uh, physically, right? So we're working on all those things. And yes. one of the things is I see you're doing that as well. So you just finished your MBA, which is yes. you know 
That's a mental exercise right there. Thank you. Yeah, it's not, e nice. not easily done. And then you're also posting stuff about your financial journey. Like you were you were heavily in debt and now you've yes. worked yourself out of debt. So you're putting yourself in a good, better financial position, a better physical position, a better mental position. I see your faith is important to you. I see that spiritual element yes. too. You're working on all those four elements all the time. So um, is is that, uh, did one spark the other or did they, did it just all of a sudden, like I'm going to be working on all these things together? I think they reinforce each other, at least okay. for me. And I think one of the reasons, again, last year when I was thinking about what I was doing, by the time last year it rolled around, I had done a lot of work on my finances, for example, but I wasn't there yet. And I hadn't incorporated anything else, the spiritual, the physical, the mental. And I was thinking about what I wanted to do, how I wanted to make this radically different that hopefully would make it work where other diet and exercise routines had failed. And one of the things was, I think I have to admit to myself when, when I have a problem, whether it's with like crazy spending and the sort of endless consumerism, keeping up with the Joneses world, or whether it's with, you know, sort of moving away from my faith, not a lot of Jews down here in the deep South, right? So <laughs> I wanted to make sure that when I took the journey, I focused on multiple different things that I thought would make the journey more successful. And so finishing paying off all that credit card debt, finishing paying off my car loans, next up is my student loans, right, was a big part of that. And also, you know, moving back towards my faith and, and now being 10 or 11 months in, I don't think it would have worked if I had just tried to isolate one of them and worked on them one at a time. It's just, that's not really how life works. Right. So, right. Like, and so I think trying to isolate like my diet and really focus on it, although it seems like a good idea is part of the reason I failed in the past because I wasn't also working on my financial stability. I wasn't also reaching more for that next degree or certification. I wasn't working on my connection with God, you know, things of that nature, working on my relationships. Right. So they, they drive each other in that I'm taking a similar sort of trial and error discipline based approach and they reinforce each other. Now that you see successes in each one, it wants, it makes me want to push harder. And I think, I think I faced a similar issue at the very beginning of each when I was over 400 pounds and then a year or two prior when I had over 40,000 on a single credit card, right? Or when I was living somewhere where there's just not a synagogue around, right? So I'm just not going to be religious, right? As things of that nature. Uh, or, you know, I tried therapy and I, I, you know, I wasn't super impressed with it. So I just, you know, well, then I can't fix my mental health, right? It was, you get stuck in the, in that, in that state of mind that's very similar to all those places and you have to take those first steps in each one of those right make that first time making an extra credit card payment that first time reaching out to god again that first time walking into the gym at over 400 pounds it's those initial steps and they feel very similar <laughs> for each one even though they're you know very different actual acts and uh, and so driving them all together and being reinforced by the small successes in each one has been a huge part a huge part of the journey Yes, I love it. So almost success breeds success. Uh, you know, so. you get one, and you're like, oh, I can do this. I might be able to do this, and and oh, gee, and yeah. and, I, and I love that. And it's and it's just, and and so all areas of your life are getting better. You're 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 moving closer towards your goals versus just saying, like you said, forty thousand in credit card debt. I, I give up. Yeah, exactly. Aaron, very said, very easy to get out. Yes, exactly. I, I give up. Aaron, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I give up. But no, you proved yourself. Well, I can do it here. Maybe I'll do it a year. And and I and I love that. And I love that the same sort of trial and error method 
uh, has been successful in uh, in all areas of your life now. Uh, that's 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 very encouraging. Um, so, you know, what what message would you like to live uh, leave with others who might be in similar situation to where you were last year and don't know how to get started? You, you're you're seeing an error message. You're you're looking in the mirror. You're not happy with what you see. Maybe you're even got debt. The you know that you you don't know how to deal with. What would be your words? What would you tell those people that might be looking and saying, "I'm I'm completely stuck. There's no there's no way forward." Yeah, absolutely. One of the main things that I tell people is, especially men, is that no man is an island. And I know it's very hard to talk about mental health for men because we're not supposed to have feelings and emotions, but we do. And admitting to myself and then being able to admit to my family and my friends that I might have some problems. You know, I've never been diagnosed with anything. I don't want to misrepresent it, but there was clearly something going on in my head to get me over 400 pounds, right? That's not just eating like a little bit too much every day. That's something way beyond that, right? And so admitting to yourself and then admitting to others that you might need a support network, that you might need people in person and online and that you aren't an island. I wish I could convince my my earlier self of that. And the other thing is we live in a world of instant gratification, instant dopamine hits, and everything has to happen immediately, right? You have these four second TikTok videos. I'm fat in this picture. I'm not fat in this picture. But between, between that was a year, two years, five years. Yes. Yeah. So one of the things I try to document that, you know, sometimes I see those troll comments that get that are a little annoyed with it is there are going to be some weeks when I lose, you know, only 0.8 pounds and I look identical, right? Because I'm still 290 some pounds, right? There's still a long way to go. And so the slow, the steady, the sustainable and the sane approach to getting rid of $40,000 on one credit card, right? To getting a hundred pounds down and the next hundred pounds down, that's how I'm going to do it. And before I had tried these fad diets, these crash diets, the biggest loser type, you know, four five, six hours of exercising a day while being in a thousand calorie deficit, you only eat lettuce, right? And it works, you know, for a month or two, it looks good on a TV show. It looks good in a tweet, but then you you're miserable. You fall off the diet, you gain it all back. And so taking a much more slow and thought out approach is one other thing I would, I really would leave with people in my situation or worse. And the last thing I would say is just that you will find experts on the internet who will tell you anything and everything, usually because they're trying to sell you something. And I would highly recommend, you know, let's say making your own path, figuring out what works for you. The diet I started on a year ago is similar to what I'm doing now, but not the same. The exercise is very different. And so I have built that over the last year. But the point was at the beginning, I didn't know what worked, but at that point I knew what didn't work, right? Mm -hmm. I knew that eating all of that junk food, the fast food, the processed food, the packaged food, you know, all the food that was handed through my car window, I knew that that wasn't working for me. I knew drinking my calories wasn't working for me. I knew I was probably drinking too much alcohol, right? And I knew swiping that credit card that often was not working for me. I didn't have a full strategy from how I was going to go from 400 and something to 100 and something, but I knew what needed to stop initially. I didn't know what to do in the gym, right? But I knew I needed to get to the gym as opposed to not getting to the gym. And so that is really where I started. I didn't have the knowledge, but I had the knowledge of what not to do. And I think a lot of people are probably in that place and then stuck by doing too much analysis or the intimidation or the shame of not knowing what to do, but knowing how you got there and what doesn't work. So if you can stop doing those things and take that first step, 
that that was really, you know, the first month or two, at least that's what it took to get the ball rolling for me. And just remember to reach out to people. I try to respond to as many DMS as I can, but I know it's very hard, especially for men, even me talking about it, but I try to just reinforce the message that like, when you reach out to other men in the gym or elsewhere, even like, even when I post like a steak picture and I screwed up the steak, right? I have chefs who've been on the food network reaching out to me, to, giving me their numbers, telling me to FaceTime them the next time so that I can make sure I get that sear right, the reverse sear on that steak, right? Amazing, right? We men will support each other, but if we have a hard time asking, we have a hard time reaching out. And I would just suggest to me, or it doesn't have to be to me, right? But reach out and ask for it. Guys are the most supportive people that I've met, but you have to ask, <laughs> right? And so I, I just, I wish 400 plus pound Dave realized that a couple of years ago. <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, I don't think that that guy will ever exist again. Based on my conversation with you and what I'm seeing, that guy is uh, long gone. And uh, 100 pound Dave is in the future for sure. Thank 100, you, you. whatever, at some point. <laughs> whatever your goal is. That's, right. that's the right. Starting with a one. That's the goal. Start right with now. a one, right? That's fantastic. <laughs> um, this has been fantastic, Dave. I really appreciate you taking time uh, out of your day and coming on the show of and course. talking about your journey because I, did, I think it is really helpful for people to hear this and to be inspired by your story and to be and and to realize that uh, you might feel stuck, but uh, you can take you can move forward, and there are ways to move forward. And and just like you, take a trial and error approach. Whatever whatever you feel like you're stuck at is is you can you can move forward. And I love what you say is don't be afraid to reach out to others. Uh, men tend to be you know, we tend to keep everything in, but, but as soon as someone asks us for help, we're going to, we're going to dive in there. We're going to help. And I, and I like that piece of advice you provide is don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to, you know, and I, and again, I, we talk about this on the show too, is don't be, don't afraid, don't be afraid to suck. Yeah, right. Some absolutely. people don't want to do something because they're like, well, I don't want to go for a run because I, I, I don't, I'm going to look stupid. I don't want to go use this piece of gym equipment, but you're in, in anything you do in life, you're going to suck when you first start and don't absolutely. be afraid to suck. And just Absolutely. keep, 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 keep at it until you get to where you're, you're excellent at something. So I agree. I love, I love that. Uh, very encouraging message. Dave, how can people find out more about you and uh, follow you on your journey? Absolutely. I'm Dave E. Dana on Twitter and on Facebook and I'm David E. Dana on Instagram. Someone else has Dave E. Dana, but yeah, you can find me. Those are my main three platforms. I have a small YouTube channel on well, but as well, but in general, I'm, I'm the fat guy posting gym selfies at Planet Fitness at 4.30 a.m. If, if you're seeing that, then that's me. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're going to go ahead and put links in the show notes for uh, for all those resources so you can connect with Dave. You can watch his journey and be inspired uh, by his journey just like I am. Uh, Dave, thank you for taking time out of your day. Thank you for sharing your journey. And thanks for all that you're doing. And congratulations for, uh, for all your success up to this point. Pleasure being here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks again. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to Deep Leadership. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share so we can continue to build a world with better bosses. Until next time, this is John Rennie saying take care and lead well. Thank you for listening to Deep Leadership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, please visit our website at www.deepleadershippodcast.com or johnsrenny.com. Until next time, take care.
Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Acid Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. One door to no stop.